It's RVO Bitches. Bonjour. What's poppin'? This is Glory. And I'm Janae. And this is the Rich Vibes and Overdrive Podcast. Okay? There was a popular demand that we come back. And, you know, we're here. I mean, y'all don't have to worry about us breaking no more. We're going to be back for y'all each and every Friday because we love y'all. And um, I genuinely love the support. Yes. So where ha- where did we leave off, Janae? Like, people have been following the podcast. We've been talking about uh, the revolution that's been happening and the r- different racial injustices that's been going on. And... um Everybody was been trying to get justice for George Floyd, mm-hmm. but it seems like the world just forgot about Breonna Taylor. Right. I mean, we didn't forget about her, but the rest of the Of course world, not. You know. RVO never forgets. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks that the world forgot about Breonna Taylor. And now um, the Louisville mayor, Greg Fisher, is under investigation for handling of the Breonna Taylor case the death of David McAtee and the protests that followed after. So the um, GOA committee, which is the government oversight and audit committee of Louisville Metro council filed an order on Monday to officially launch an investigation um, into the action and inaction of the Fisher administration. Um, And that was from a press release from the city. So that is one positive step in the right direction. Some, some people were saying like, Oh, we need to get the feds involved. And I'm like, "Mm." Honey, I don't know about that because, you know, I don't trust the feds now. Wait, the feds involved in the investigation? Yeah, they was like, it should be a federal investigation. Well, and I'm aren't they, like, it's so funny because I always, I saw like this, um, this meme going around, like they are the same people. Like essentially, aren't they like, it's like having your own people investigate you. Yeah. And so the whole government is the government, right? Whether it's the feds or the, the, the NYPD, the cops, the Louisville p- police, it doesn't matter. I felt like, to your point, they all play for the same side. And so that's how I was like, when I saw that comment on one of the posts, I was like, mm, I don't really know about the feds jumping into this investigation because the feds are also the same people that labeled the Black Panther group as a terrorist organization but the kkk right. still running rampant right. so there was apparently like a posters in virginia for recruitment so yeah it's, it's just like what's when we gonna get rid of that that's a that's a real ass terrorist organization exactly so i don't really know that they're gonna have brianna's taylor Breonna taylor's best interest at heart or the interest of the black community in general um, but I am looking forward to see what comes out of this investigation and seeing how it goes. And I just really hope that we can get justice for Breonna Taylor. And we just have to keep speaking about it. It's just like, this is just my personal opinion. Like, I feel like when there's a black man gets murdered, there's so many hashtags and it keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going. But every time we're talking about a black woman, it just kind of fades down so much more quickly. Black women get murdered all the time we get injustices all the time and I think it kind of goes back to um and I just had a webinar series on this and I'll have more but um it goes back to the fact of Malcolm X saying like the most disrespected person in America is the black woman the most neglected person in America is the black woman and it's kind of like Black women have contributed to this society so much. We were at the forefront 
of all the movements, the Voters Act, education, literally Jim Crow, like everything. But when but when it gets to the public eye, it's like the the man is always at the forefront. And I think it's even a bigger um is a bigger pick it's a bigger problem within our society at large and also within the black community. Like we have to just in general show more care. And I, I'm not saying we don't, but we just have to show more like actions speak louder than words and give our black women the respect that they deserve because we're all important. We're all, all black lives matter. You know what I'm saying? And we need to make sure that our women are at that same level playing field as our men. I feel like in the in the minds of someone that's not as maybe I don't want to say as educated, but they probably rationalize it as this doesn't happen as often to black women as compared to black men, which is still not fair because like you said, all black lives matter. It doesn't matter who's who is who. Like everybody deserves the same amount of energy. We we know that the the women that are treated the worst are black women. Like you said, Malcolm X said in his in that famous quote. So I just feel like people need to just apply the same energy all around. Like, why is there a difference? And I also want to call out a few other Black women that have been shot by police and um, just say their names. You know, Asatiana Jefferson, Corinne Gaines, Sandra Bland, which I mentioned, Charlena Lyles. So I feel like even in my, you know, even in my recollection, like, obviously I know that there is police brutality against Black women, but like you said, that these names are not as, highly visible as like when I think of like a George Floyd or um, Trayvon Martin. To that point, I think we just need to figure out how to change the narrative because there's so many little black girls missing um, of various ages. Our women are being kidnapped on a daily basis, sex trafficked Uh on a daily basis, murdered on a daily basis. And so we just, we just got to really figure out as a community how do we bring more awareness and attention to that issue? Because uh, black women is out here slaying. We got a black woman that's the mayor of Atlanta. Okay. Right. And homegirl is getting sued right now by the governor of Georgia. But she, I feel like she is doing her best to manage the city of Atlanta. And we need to give her respect. And the reason why he's suing her is dumb anyways. Like he's suing her over the mask mandate. Right. Why are you why are you even doing that? Like, I don't know. They should just be on the same page. And it's like at this point, it's been how many months of the pandemic and like shit is still going left. Just do what the fuck everybody else is doing. Wear a mask. Stay six feet away from everybody. Why is it so hard for people to just understand that this is bigger than an individual problem and it's a global pandemic and we just need to all do the best? individually so that collectively we can just move past this. This shit is not going to be done to December the way that we move it. It's just not. All right. So let me just give you this, the story in a nutshell. So in case our listeners don't know what happened. So basically Georgia governor, Brian Kemp announced Thursday that he was suing Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance bottoms over the city mass mandate. Uh, the, Kemp tweeted, this lawsuit is on behalf of the Atlanta businesses, owners, and their hardworking employees who are struggling to survive during these difficult times. He said these men and women are doing their very best to put food on the table for their families while local officials shutter businesses and undermine economic growth. Now, Bottoms, um, Keisha Bottoms, she fired back, tweeting that uh, 3,104 Georgians have died and I and my family are amongst the 106 
thousands who have tested positive for COVID-19. Meanwhile, she's being sued for a mask mandate. Now, some may argue that her mask mandate is a little strict because under her order, it says that not wearing a mask within Atlanta city limits was punishable by a fine and even six months in jail. So maybe people are feeling like the jail portion is yeah, a little sounds, harsh. That sounds a little extreme. I'm not going to lie to you. That's it. That's it. I don't know. But I think she's trying to reinforce that so people could really follow the rules. Yeah, I think that they need to, instead of keep going back and forth with each other and being catty, I think that they really need to try to work together to do what's best for the people. And I do agree with um, Keisha, uh, Mayor Keisha, in the sense that, you know, it would be a better use of taxpayer money to expand testing and contact tracing than to be suing each other. You know what I mean? Um, So I think they just need to come together and kumbaya and figure it out because and sometimes you have to put your petty political bullshit to the side and you need to do what's right for the constituents of your community. And that's it. Right. They've been going back and forth all pandemic long. I want to say that I feel like when I when I first remember all this breaking down, I feel like um, the mayor of Atlanta was pretty visible in her leadership when she was trying to do what was best for Atlanta. From my recollection of memories, there was a lot of things in the news. So I think it's a little bit crazy to me to see like where Atlanta's at right now, considering how like she really was going through it throughout the whole pandemic. You know, she was trying to and I'm not taking sides here, but, you know, there was the riots in Atlanta that she had to kind of um, mitigate. There was um, the black man that got shot during that time frame. So there's a lot that she's mitigating. And I just feel like the governor is being is antagonizing her versus like like you said, sitting down with her and like, let's figure out a plan together because. This is this is all very real and it's still happening. And I just I have a little bit of compassion for the mayor because I've seen her step into her leadership throughout this time. Yeah, and I I understand for this specific mass issue, I understand both sides of the coin. You know, like she just wants people to take this seriously. But basically what um Kemp was saying is he just said, like, we don't need a mandate for people to do the right thing. But I think that society has proven that people don't just do the right thing now because if people just did the right thing we wouldn't be sitting up here marching saying black lives matter we wouldn't have racism we wouldn't have all this bullshit that's going on right now people just did the right thing um but i do agree that they need to just come together and find the best way to enforce i don't think jail time should be included there has to be another solution and i think they need to work together to figure it out and stop coming at each other as politicians sometimes we just got to, not we, because I'm not a politician, but I think politicians sometimes just need to get over the whole Republican, Democratic thing and so, kind of just put their personal egos to the side and really try to come together and do what's best for the people. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but it is definitely something that needs to happen um, because I don't even know, like... I just feel like the state of America just gets worse and worse every year. Cause now Kanye West out here talking about he running for president again. And he actually, actually is on the ballot right now as an independent candidate. I feel like it's so irresponsible. I think it's not even funny. Like if this is, I feel like Kanye likes to troll people. And I think on some level 
He might be like on some of it, actually dead ass, but overall, it's just not funny. It's irresponsible. Like we really, this whole election is already kind of fucked up. Like we don't really know. I feel like I read somewhere, somebody said like the one candidate that we do have, you know, he doesn't even seem confident. Obviously talking about Joe Biden, like every time he's talking, he looks very like, are you running for, for president for real, for real? Like, it's just a hot mess. Well, if he was really dead ass, he really would have done what he needed to do, except for this last, instead of this last minute, like, oh, I'm going to run for president and we're all going to move to Miami. Like, this is not funny, Kanye. It's really not. And it's like, I get it. Like, maybe your perception of the day-to-day life is distorted because you're in a different, I guess, class. You make all this money. You're married to a white woman. Good for you. I'm happy for you. But there are people whose lives are really at stake by these elections. And even the idea of voting, like, a lot of people are still maybe trying to figure out who they want to vote for and like what they can actually do in this country. And you playing the troll of wanting to run for president is not funny. It's just really irresponsible. I feel like, and I think it's a really disconnect to the very same community that helped to propel him up to stardom. And I feel like this might sound tangential, but I feel like when artists are out in the, um, when they're out, they essentially all have platforms. So, you know, Kanye's, I think people are like, oh, people are hating on Kanye. It's not really that. It's that when he first became an artist, he was on a very specific platform. He was running on the, you know, Black Pride, you know, telling us about Emmett Till, really talking about those things that are important to the community, talking about how George Bush doesn't care about Black people. And then all of a sudden, he just changed his whole platform completely. And it's just like, it's if you want to do that, that's fine, Kanye. But just remember, that's not who, that's not the Kanye that we know or support it up to stardom. So it's like, go find, go do that shit somewhere else. So that's just my rant on Kanye West. And to your point, I just think, at this point, I don't even know who's qualified to run for president anymore. Absolutely. But I know specifically what Kanye West, he just has proven to be, he's going through his own journey still of, finding himself and coming to peace with himself and just being in a healthy mental, physical, and emotional state for himself. And I feel like as you are going through that with yourself and you have clearly shown the world that you can be extremely unstable at times, do you really think it's responsible to try to take on a whole nation? Like, I don't think that that's responsible. And so I'm not going to say he's not a good candidate because he's a celebrity. I'm just saying he's not a good candidate because he is unstable. And he has shown the world that he's been unstable on multiple occasions. I don't know if Joe Biden or somebody that has been in politics all of their lives can be a good president because Mm -hmm. we've also seen that that shit hasn't worked either. So it's like, at this point, I don't know. I don't even know who's a good candidate who's not a good candidate anymore. But I just know that Kanye West is irresponsible to run for president because you are still working on yourself, Kanye. So I need you to continue to work on yourself and work on your own life and not just take on America. Why are you trying to do that? Because that's not fair to the citizens of this country at and, all. And on, to- on that same line, like, it's like, if you need to take care of yourself, like, do you really need to do that, play that out in the media? Like, you can sit down and, and find the help that you need. And I also think that this this idea of trolling running for president is really overshadowing some of the more important news that is happening again to the black community. And it's very selfish. And it's like, you you know, that's going to make headlines. You know, that's going to kind of wash down and the SEO is going to put your thing above everything else. So it's like this was even if you wanted to say you were running for president, I don't really feel like this was a time where we're in the middle of fighting for some very important um Justice reform. So I, 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 that, that kind of pissed me off. So, 
Yeah, and I think that, you know what, for all we know, maybe he is serious about bringing change. But I feel like if that is the case, and if he is serious about bringing change, like, I don't, we don't know what his plans are. He, I think that he should, he first needs to realize you have to rebuild and instill trust in the nation. Because right now that's not there. And that's why people are, maybe he's not joking, but that's why people are always going to be like, oh, you're trolling. Oh, this is a joke. Because you have not shown us actions wise that this is something that we can depend on you to do. So I think that maybe if he was, if he's serious about this and he is indeed passionate about this, then maybe start off small. Maybe start like with just registering local- on time to be on the ballot when the primaries were happening a while ago, not just a few months before the election. Maybe that's a great way to start. Yeah. And also maybe you can start small with maybe there's a local registration reform. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there's different reforms that you can take a part of. Or maybe apply for a local office office if you want to run for something. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to do something on a smaller scale and kind of like just build up that trust to be like, okay, maybe, maybe he got something going on here. But the way he is going about it is just not the right way. Even like, and Chance the Rapper is backing him. And I'm like, I would, I would have loved to see Kanye more action, more vocal and in the public eye about even helping his own hometown of Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if we saw him more active in Chicago, then we could be like, oh, okay. Okay. Maybe he's not as crazy as we think he is. Um, but yeah, he just gotta, he just gotta do better. I feel like he has some pro- programs in Chicago, but it's, it's not like highly publicized. But that's what I mean. But it's still like when yeah, like it's still what you said. Like maybe you start. I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the business of being like, oh, you can't do this. You never know. You like you said, you never know what his real intentions are. You clearly are on some next level shit. But if you really wanted to do it, we've seen celebrities become, you know, governors and and run for um office, and it's not uncommon. But like, can you be responsible about it and not make it seem like you are trolling? Because if you want to be taken seriously, like, be serious. Like, I'm actually running for governor. I'm running for this. You know, exactly. And when people, well, normally when someone wants to run for president, they do things in their lives years right. before the pres the presidential election comes to show them to build their reputation and show them in a in a, a light that makes people go, this person is going to be a good candidate. And Kanye just has not done, done those things. So maybe the good things that he has done for the community. He should play those up more, publicize those more, and continue to do those things and be more active in them so that we can just get that trust. But what made this whole situation even more crazier is that motherfucking Caitlyn Jenner talking about she want to be Kanye's running mate. After that, I had to close my laptop, girl. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I just feel like people are taking lives as a joke. That and it's not funny. It's, I mean, we already have two candidates that we, like I said, we, the history of the candidates of America, like they've all been trash anyways, but this is not a, t- we're not joking. Like, it's not a joke. I, I don't know. I don't know, Janae. I just, I don't have no hope right now. Yeah. It's like, Kanye is one thing, but like I said, when Caitlyn Jenner came into the mix and it's like, I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's just it's laughable because it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Shit. 
Right. I'm like, send me the ballot. Let me write my goddamn name on there. I mean, it is one thing. Like, we actually have the power we wanted to to run for office. But they people really take this as a joke. So we should just all run for office at this point. Let's just all do it. Let's. Why not? Yeah. To be honest, I'd rather, I'd rather see Diddy as president oh God, <laughs> than Kanye West. I want to see someone that actually cares about... I mean, but I think at that point, when you're the president, do you actually really care about people? It's just a symbolism for the shit that's happening behind the walls. You know, like, there we don't know what's happening in the cabinet. So it's like, even being president, like, those are just false idols. Like, I mean, not that I ever idolized any of those presidents, but I'm saying it's just a false metaphor for what's actually happening behind the scenes. So, like, Trump represents what he represents, which is, like, divisive energy, and even even with Obama, like he represented something that you know brought hope to all of us. But we know they was doing some bullshit behind the scenes. So it's just like everything is just like a hot mess, and it's just like I just want to live my life and pay my taxes and mind my business and not have to worry, like you said, about the police, not to worry about nothing. I just want to live my life in peace. But none of these politicians care about that shit. They just are all egotistical, like you said, and they just care about themselves. And it's like why? Like, I'm tired. I just want to live a regular life. Leave me alone. Kanye, leave us alone. Exactly. And I mean, we've always heard for years, the president is just the puppet. He's just the face that they put out. Blah, blah, blah. And that that's probably true. But I don't it care who the puppet but is. I just that. don't think that the puppet... I just don't think that the puppet should be okay, Kanye West. Or Caitlyn Jenner. Or Caitlyn Jenner, for that matter. Definitely not Caitlyn Jenner, okay? So, it's just like, what is going on in this world? Kanye want to be president. Caitlyn going to be the vice president. And Tory Lanez is out here shooting up Meg the Stallion. Why? She just wanted to be a hot girl. What's going on? I was confused because I literally just started fucking with Tori. I always felt like Tori was like this cornball, like trying to be whatever the fuck. And then he had quarantine radio. I'm like, you know what, Tori? You know what? I can fuck with you, Tori. But then he's out here shooting Megan the foot. And it's like, what the fuck is that about? Now he's, I don't know what, I don't know. He needs to, I heard somebody tweeted like he needs to count his days. So. <laughs> Right. And it's like, I literally just saw him and Kylie having fun in the pool together. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought they were friends. Right. And Kylie quickly, like a white woman, was like, disassociated, unfollow. I don't know nothing that happened. Goodbye. She said goodbye immediately. Right. And so when I see that he allegedly shot her, I was just like, wait a minute. What? I'm not even being able to keep up with the madness that is America. Like, what is happening? This story originally was fishy from the start, right? Because in the beginning, they were saying that um, Tori was found with a gun, a concealed weapon, and Megan had a broken foot. Like, uh, uh, she had stepped on glass. But then more things started happening, hap- like, coming out. And then Megan was like, this is a crime committed against me. And we're like, the only person that had a gun was Tori. So did he shoot her? And, like, it was silence. And then it start- now it's starting to come out. I don't know if it's completely confirmed that he shot her in the foot because she was trying to leave. And I just think, like, I, I feel like there was some kind of drugs involved. That's just my opinion. Like, there's no way that that could have happened without some kind of drugs involved. Because that sounds crazy. This whole thing sounds crazy. But I'm just like, I don't know what the situation is. 
But at the end of the day, we do not need to be shooting each other, especially as celebrities that are in the public eye. The last thing we need is another distraction from what's really happening in this world. Like, that's not what we need to be focusing on right now. The only thing that we should be showing each other is unity. And that's it. Right. But like, I don't know what's going on with the with the brain cells of America. Right. Like, I'm just like, oh, can't take it no more. It's like I got my own personal problems. I'm trying to fix my own life. We got to fix America. It's just too much shit going on right now. Like, I just can't even take it. Like, I just I just really can't even take it. But I just wanted to know, like, what is going on? You know, we always talk about my relationship. But before we get into that, like, what's going on with you, Glory? I don't have, I don't really have any... A lot of people are like alarmed that I'm not dating right now. And it's been, I think it's been good on one hand because it's like I have peace, but on the other hand, I have too much time to overthink about other things. But the other day I tried to start a relationship. I really did. I slid into somebody's DMs. That's how everybody says they meet their husband. Ooh. We in the motherfucking DM. I slid into a DM, but like, I feel like he had me working, so I don't like him anymore because- so hmm. he posts this, um, these quotes from like a book that are really deep and meaningful. So I was like really fucking with them. I reposted them on my story. So he was like, oh, what did you post? So I was like, oh, you just put something like really inspirational up that I felt like I needed to share with my followers. And he's like, yeah, like that book changed my life. I'm like, oh, what's the name of the book? He gave me the name of the book. And the next the next message is me sending him my, my screenshot from the Amazon order that I ordered the book. Because, you know, I'm a real ass bitch. Okay. So he's like, wow, I just made my day. And I was like, yeah, like it really impacted me on a high level. Like, and I'm, this is me like trying to shoot my shot. I bought the book. Like you can tell I like you. I bought the book, you know, but I did it in a way where it's like, you could see I'm shooting my shot, but if you wanted to share these messages, it just looks like I'm interested in the book. So like, what exactly did you say? I said the book was inspirational. And then I said it was screenshot. <laughs> so I don't really think hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I don't really think that qualifies as shooting your shot. I did that, yo, bitch. You know, I bought the book. That means that I'm trying to fuck with the book. I'm trying to fuck with you. That's what I did. That is extremely subliminal, and I don't even feel comfortable oh. using the word subliminal. That that shit was so like not even shooting your shot. Like, what was I supposed to do? How do you shoot the shot in the DM? Like, I don't know. Maybe you could have said something like, oh, my God, I just purchased your book. Like, I would love to hear more about it in person. Like, maybe we can catch up. And maybe you can say, like, maybe we can catch up after I read it for, like, some coffee or something like that. That's shooting your shot, girl. Oh, that would have been nice. I I can. It's not too late, right? I could say something. But he doesn't live in New York. He lives in L.A. Oh, so you shooting a long distance shot. It was a a fucking three-pointer, bitch. Half court. It was a half court shot, okay? He don't live in New York, okay? Well, that ball ain't making nowhere, honey, (laughs) because... He did not get the point. <laughs> now he ended up, he ended up like saying, he said, hit me. You know, guys be talking about me. He gave me his number. So then I texted him like Glorelis. But he ain't never, he didn't follow me back. Oh, see, you done left this part out. You didn't tell me that he gave you the number. He gave me the number, but he didn't write back to my message. He didn't follow me back on Instagram. And then I was like, yo, am I ugly? Like, am I ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe you should just leave that alone. You know, I maybe mean, he, but he's so. You know what it is? I'm 
as everybody knows, I'm 30 now. So I'm very attracted to very specific things in a man. And he got this Cupid's bow that I just find so sexy. You know the thing? I don't know if y'all know. The little, Cupid's bow is like the way your, your lips are shaped in the top, right under your nose. And this is so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to send me a screenshot of this man. He's, you know, I'm going to send it to you right now. He's cute. So that people can I believe know. you. I believe you. Then, okay, ladies and gentlemen. There is one thing that I have come to know about Glorelli's well, water, honey, is that she got some fine ass friends, okay? Oh my like, God. Like, I mean, these men be looking good, honey. Good. And they all be like doing good shit with their lives. They be fit and shit. They got a whole calendar out. Like, yeah, she really got some fine ass friends. And I'm like, dang. I remember this one time she hooked me up with one of her friends or I'm not really going to say hook me up, but she introduced me to one of her friends oh, and it was like the bottom of the motherfucking barrel. Hey, oh, and oh. then I see, and then I seen the other fish in the pool and I was like, dang bitch, why you didn't introduce me to these motherfuckers? Like you gave me this lame ass. You know what it is? When you have guy friends, you don't see, like, I don't see my friends in that light. I'm like, this is just my regular friend. But I can see how, like, to other people, like, oh, they got abs, like, they beautiful, they got beards. For me, I'm like, this is my regular friend. Like, I talk to them every day. So I don't see them like that. And that's usually what girls do. Like, they have, they be having some fine-ass friends, but because they don't see them like that, they never pitch them to their friends. But I could- No, bitch. I know which one of my friends is fine, and I know which one of my friends are qualified. And I am not going to introduce you to nobody that is not both fine and qualified. It's okay? fine and qualified. I'm exhausted. That motherfucker you had me dealing with was not qualified, honey. Oh, he was not qualified. I know who you're talking about. Bitch, he was so yes. nice. He was not. You could be as nice and as sweet as well, a Southern be Belle. He was fair. not Qualified. He was not fair, qualified. I did not do a formal intro. You introduced yourself. And then I found out that I, by way of an event that I threw, you have met each other. So don't try to pin this on me, bitch. Thank you. Anyways. I sent you, I sent you a photo of, of my future husband. Okay. Let me, I'm going to tell the listeners. I'm a, oh, wait. Now he's your future husband. Wow. That really, like, <laughs> that really, that really just jumped way more than I expected it to right now. You know what? The thing that I learned about Glory is oh God. to just wait and see the whole lot up, honey. Wait, you want That's me to oh, wait to see the rest of my hoes? Not your hoes. I'm just talking oh, about your friend. friends. You just got to don't act too fast now because Glory got, Glory got a pot of gold in her little male friendship book. So I think we just got to wait to see the whole lot up. I wanted the ladies know in case they want to like talk to one of my friends. Like I could, if you if you send me a, a DM and a screenshot, I will be more than happy to facilitate the introduction. That's what I'm saying. You're not facilitating nobody but me, bitch. Oh, okay. Say what you gotta say. Pew pew. So let's make sure Janae is facilitated properly before you are helping the rest of these hoes out here. Okay. You. I try to facilitate you. I told you one of my friends saw you were cute, and I said slide in his DMs. That's how you meet your husband, and have you slid in the DMs. <laughs> I have not slid in the DMs. All right, then, so then you're not facilitating yourself. Because I said, my friend thinks you cute. He said, you are beautiful. And I was like, yeah, she's beautiful. <laughs> well, first of all, let me tell you, I have not slid in the DMs for very personal reasons. Right. I do not think that I am ready. 
oh, to wow. entertain anyone. I have come from two monogamous relationships that were kind of toxic. And I just think I need to take time for myself. Okay. Because okay. That's a right now I'm in a that's place. A shift from March. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right now I, <laughs> I'm in a place where I'm just trying to, I've already recognized my flaws and I'm just trying to get them under control. Okay. And so I'm just trying to get myself in a place where um, I am more in control of my emotions. I think right now I am still very highly emotional and it causes me to act irrational in certain situations. And that's not the type of person that I don't want to be. And so I don't think it's responsible for me to talk to another person knowing that I'm still grieving another situation. You said grieving another situation. Pew, pew for the dramatics. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. I'm just trying to be a responsible person. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want to break nobody's heart. You know, my ex told me I wasn't a good girlfriend. Fuck him, but whatever. Okay. I just, you know, I just want to be responsible with my love life. That's all. Okay. And that's fair. That's valid. I think that's really grown of you. We also didn't say happy birthday to you. Last time we did the podcast, it was right before your birthday. You were 30 year old bitch now. I am. Thank you. I am. You, so, you um, were a 30 year old hoe. Yeah, and I'm just trying to live my best 30-year-old life from every aspect, every component. Yeah, I feel like it's good that you're reflecting. I'm also doing some reflecting, not in a relationship-wise, but like friendship-wise, just like where could I have been a better friend? And I think it's important to do those kind of things because then when the next situation comes, like I'm not saying you're going to be perfect, but at least you're going to be more self-aware and you might have developed an even better relationship. So everything, you know, I'm not trying to be one of them them hoes that be like everything happens for a reason, but everything happens for a reason. It's okay. We went through this together. We, we we were together in the beginning with Chibu, and now we're here. And we did it together. So you have officially became one of those hoes that said everything happens for a reason. Um. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, you get better. And, like, yo, when you're going to meet yo, when you meet your husband, Janae, I'm going to be so happy for you. I really am. Like, you're going to glow so differently. Girl, I can't even think about that right now. Because, like I said, I'm still not even fully over this recent situation. And it's because it's like... The way it happens, it's just like, and I know forgiveness is not always about the other person, but it's really more so about yourself. Mm, And that's what I'm working on. Um, But it's just like, I just feel like so much shit happened that just did not even need to happen. Mm -hmm. And I can be accountable for my contribution to the situation. But I think the reason why I struggle to forgive him is because I feel like he has not accepted a hundred percent of his accountability. And even in the times that he's apologized, it just did not feel genuine. It was just more like, well, if that's what you feel, then I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't coming. I don't feel like it was coming from a true place of compassion and empathy and understanding. But do you and feel like men ever take accountability? Like, I feel like I've been in so many relationships that sometimes in anymore. And I feel like men don't think they did anything wrong to me. Yeah, and you know, and unfortunately, there are men like that, but I feel like, and to that point, I don't even know if I'm ever going to get the empathy that I'm looking for. I don't know if I'm ever going to get the understanding that I'm looking for for him. And I think that's not what I should be focused on. I think that what I should be focused on is finding my peace, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. If he can't be accountable, then that's not my I can't. I can't do anything about that. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It is, it is. It didn't, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. Shit, like you said, shit happens. Now I'm a shit happens, bitch. 
And, <laughs> and so it's like time to move on. I love that. And with that, you know, I feel like there's some things that um some behavior things that you have shared with me that you've done out, out of lashing out from this relationship. And I felt like I needed to say a prayer for you. So can I say, is that fine? Or should I change the- Yeah, girl, go ahead. You okay. know, I, I accept all the blessings from the Lord now. Go ahead, say your prayer. I feel like, let's say a prayer for Janae collectively. Father God, thank you for um, waking us up this morning. Thank you for waking up Janae with a solid mind frame. Um, thank you for fixing some of her errors um, in her behavior. And not saying that she was the only one that was wrong, but sometimes she did some shit that was like, you know what, God, why? God, why? <laughs> <laughs> Amen and praise the Lord. Right. Praise the Lord. But, uh, we, we hope for Janae's healing, her heart. We hope that the heart is whole again and that um, also her foot, her foot is broken. And maybe you could feel that too. So thank you, God, in the name of the Lord. Um, Amen. Amen. <laughs> a, a, amen. Okay. And I feel like we, we always talk about going live and we haven't done it yet, but I feel like we really need to go live. And maybe we can go live and we can let people give prayers to their exes. Oh, I like that. Let's say a prayer for, for, for everybody, you know? Yes. Prayers to the exes. That should be the next, that should be what we go live about. Pray. I think that would be very hilarious. Let's say a prayer for all right, y'all. Um, it was a pleasure. So, we're know, we back. Are. Thank you. I know y'all been hounding us, but we're here. We'll see y'all next week. Yes. Love y'all. Bye. Bonjour. All right, y'all. That's our episode for today. We'll be back next week, Friday. Make sure y'all tune in. And make sure you also follow us on Instagram, Bitch Vibes and Overdrives. I know my English is bad, but y'all know how to spell that. Yes. Get all them updates, everything that's dropping. Let's continue to go through it and glow up together. Okay. It's RVO, bitches.